0: Sign up today at ButcherBox.com Sleepy and use code Sleepy to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. ButcherBox.com Sleepy. Eat well, sleep well. Hey, everyone. My name's Otis Gray, and this is Sleepy. Usually a podcast where I read old books to help you get to sleep. This is not a sleepy episode to fall asleep to. This is more uh, stuff to wake up to. I wanted to use the Sleepy platform to share some really important resources um, today, specifically for our white listeners. Uh, In the wake of George Floyd's death, we are living in a time of extreme change, uh, change that has been a long, long, long time coming, and um, I know the last decade has been incredibly polarizing, um, especially in the aftermath of deaths like Trayvon Martin and Freddie Gray and the countless number of black people that have died at the hands of police and directly because of the racist society that we live in. Um, I know it's been an intense decade, but I think uh, you all might agree that right now feels a lot different. Um, This feels like a time that change is actually, actually being enacted on a much broader scale. It just feels very, very different right now. Um, And I know that a lot of you might be deeply, deeply motivated to fight for this change that's happening. Um, and fight alongside people of color all across the country and maybe as a white person you don't exactly know how and as a very 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 white dude myself uh, I know that conversations about race about your whiteness can be tough Uh, but that's exactly why they're conversations worth having and now more than ever it is our responsibility as white people to have them and I want to say that no matter how much we white people want to help, uh, it is not our black friends' jobs to tell us how to do so. People of color have been trying to tell white people about their experience in America for centuries. They have been ancestrally doing the work and fighting every single day uh, from the moment they wake up to the moment that they go to sleep just by being people of color in this country. To even get to the level of equality that we have today, which I'm sure we can agree is very, very fraught. And now it is the time for us as white people to do the work ourselves and amongst ourselves. And I mean really work towards this um, because it isn't enough to simply not be racist. We have to actively be anti-racist. And you might be thinking, well, if I don't have the perspective of my black friends on what I can do, uh, how am I going to know how to move forward in having these conversations and helping? Well, there is such an insane wealth of literature and podcasts that uh, we can indulge in that will teach us about how to be anti-racist, to teach you about your whiteness, to bring you into the world of the black experience in america Uh, the information is just it's there and there is absolutely no excuse uh, in an age where everything is available to you on your phone to not seek that information out and i want to be very clear i am not preaching here as an omniscient all-knowing straight white dude telling you what to do Uh, Some of the resources I'm sharing here are things I just found out about and I will be doing the work too by reading them and by listening to the podcast that I'm going to recommend. Uh, I'm not sharing this information as someone who knows more than you. I'm sharing this as a white dude who so, so fortunately has a platform to speak from and a skin color that requires that I use my voice from a place of privilege to share this vital information so just know i'm not preaching to you i am learning every single day so again um i said this in the last episode but for all of our listeners of color i really hope that this show um keeps helping you fall asleep not this episode or other episodes where we read nice stories to help you get to bed um because this is exhausting for you i know that Just being uh, active and alive during this time is completely exhausting. And for so long, the physical well-being of people of color has been uh, put in danger by just the framework of our society, by walking out um, knowing that you are threatened because of the color of your skin. The tension that goes through someone's body existing in an environment like that is, it's overwhelming, and it's it's physically unhealthy. Um, and good sleep is so important, especially if you're going to keep fighting a fight that you did not have a choice but to take part in. So just know that I really hope this show uh, keeps helping you sleep. And to our white listeners, if you want to be actively anti-racist uh, and ingest knowledge that will forever change your life and arm you with the tools that you need to fight how you want to right now. These resources that I'm about to share are a great jumping off point. So I'm going to go through some podcasts that I think should be required listening um, and then a handful of books that should be on every white person's bookshelf. And a disclaimer, a lot of these books have been bought so much recently, in the last couple weeks even that most places you'd find them online are actually out of stock which I think is a great sign um, so if you can't find a print version of these books to order online download the digital versions and read them if you know a friend who has one of these books borrow them read them um, and there will be a list of all of these books in the description of this show as well and on the Sleepy Instagram at sleepy underscore podcast Um, in the feed just look for the photo uh, that on the front it says read for change and there's a list of all of these books and podcasts that I'm about to share with you this is the anti-racist reading and listening list first some podcasts Um, first of all I just want to say that The reason I got into podcasts is because it is hard to comprehend how much unbelievable uh, knowledge is free on your podcast app. Like it truly, truly is shocking. Um, I got into podcasts when I was working a manual labor job and just needed something to occupy my mind. Um, And for a year, I listened to podcasts Nine ten hours of podcasts a day, and it felt like I was I was getting another college degree. It was incredible how much you can learn for free on your podcast app. So, these podcasts I am about to name will arm you with a lifetime worth of knowledge, and truly should be listened to immediately, right now. I am going to start with a podcast that has uh, has really really been a important reference for me to go back to and it is seen on radio the playlist that i want to share specifically is called seeing white so if you looked up seeing white by the podcast seen on radio um this is what i'm talking about it's uh from the center for documentary studies at duke university and it is made by john beatwin who is a alarmingly white man um, in conjunction with uh, professor, writer, artist, friend Chenjerai Kumanyika, who is also an unbelievable radio producer. Uh, and in this 14 part series, they dive into essentially what it means to be white. And it really is a comprehensive history of race, uh, how it was invented, essentially by capitalist intentions, Um, And it's a comprehensive history of how your whiteness stands in society today. And I could not recommend a podcast series more. This, I think, should be required listening in high schools and colleges across the country, uh, especially in predominantly white areas. It's a great example of a white dude doing the work, doing the research, um, and learning about his identity and how his whiteness affects the world around him. So that's uh seeing white, the series by Scene on Radio. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else. The next one is 1619. This is a podcast made by the New York Times and it is truly, truly incredible. Um 1619 is a New York Times audio series hosted by Nicole Hannah Jones who some of you have probably heard on The Daily. Um, She's incredible. And this podcast examines the long shadow of American slavery. It's a truly, truly incredible series. And I will say the third episode um, about the birth of American music, it sent chills down my spine listening to it. Um, it's, It's a really, really incredible series. So definitely, definitely go listen to 1619 the podcast by the New York Times. The next podcast I want to say is uh, Witness History, which is a series from the BBC, uh, specifically the series Witness Black History. These are interviews with people who were there at key moments in black and civil rights history. Uh, They have interviews, really incredible interviews, with people like Rodney King, who were at the center of, of all these uh, pivotal moments in history that we kind of just know as a reference, these are interviews with the people that were actually there. So definitely listen to Witness History, Witness Black History by the BBC. Next one I want to mention is School Colors by Brooklyn Deep. School Colors is a narrative podcast from Brooklyn Deep about how race, class, and power shape American cities and schools. Uh, In the podcast, they follow generations of parents and educators fighting for their children and their community in a rapidly changing black neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York. This is a really wonderful series that is a microcosm of the uh, black experience in the American education system, so that is a really, really important one to listen to. School Colors by Brooklyn Deep. I also want to recommend 16 Shots by WBZ Chicago and the Chicago Tribune. 16 Shots is a podcast about the fatal police shooting of Laquan McDonald, uh, the trial of Officer Jason Van Dyke, and the troubled relationship between African Americans and the Chicago Police Department. Check out 16 Shots uh, anywhere podcasts are found. The podcasts I just mentioned uh, are a really great jumping off point. There's a million more. Uh, I would say podcasts like Code Switch by NPR um, and The Nod uh, are really brilliant as well. So check out Code Switch and The Nod wherever podcasts are found. All of these podcasts I'll have in the description of the show as well. So now I'm going to move on to some books that I think should probably be on every white person's bookshelf across the country. First book So You Want to Talk About Race by Ajoma Alua. How do you tell your roommate her jokes are racist? Why did your sister-in-law take umbrage when you asked her to touch her hair? And how do you make it right? How do you explain white privilege to your white privilege friend? And so you wanna talk about race, Ijoma Aluo guides readers of all races through subjects ranging from intersectionality and affirmative action to model minorities in an attempt to make the seemingly impossible possible. Honest conversations about race and racism and how they infect almost every aspect of American life. The next book, White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism by Robin D'Angelo. This is a New York Times bestselling book uh, exploring the counterproductive reactions white people have when their assumptions about race are challenged and how these reactions maintain racial inequality. I will say that when we talk about how It's difficult for white people to have conversations about race. Um, Often it's simply when someone says, you're white, and we even hear the word white, and it's very easy to prickle up and uh, get defensive and look for ways to get out of that conversation. That is white fragility. And um, just accepting your identity and everything that comes with your whiteness is the first step in having all of the conversations that you need to have. So, this is a book, uh, a comprehensive guide on how to do that much, much better and not shy away from talking about your own whiteness. So, that's White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. The next book, The New Jim Crow Mass Incarceration in the Age of Color Blindness by Michelle Alexander. The New Jim Crow, uh, which was written in 2010, unveils an appalling system of discrimination in the United States that has led to the unprecedented mass incarceration of African Americans. The so-called War on Drugs, under the jurisdiction of an ostensibly colorblind justice system, has only perpetuated the problem through unconscious racial bias in judgments and sentencing. The next book, The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin. The Fire Next Time contains two essays by James Baldwin. Both essays address racial tensions in America, the role of religion as both an oppressive force and an instrument for inspiring rage, and the necessity of embracing change and evolving past our limited ways of thinking about race. Next book, Between the World and Me, by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Between the World and Me is a letter to Ta-Nehisi Coates' 50-year-old son, uh, Samori. He weaves his personal, historical, and intellectual development into his ruminations on how to live in a black body in America. The next book is This Book is Anti-Racist. 20 Lessons on How to Wake Up, Take Action, and Do the Work by Tiffany Jewell. This book is written for everyone who lives in this racialized society, including the young person who doesn't know how to speak up to the racist adults in their life, the kid who has lost himself at times trying to fit into the dominant culture, and the children who have been harmed physically and emotionally because no one stood up for them or they couldn't stand up for themselves. And also, this is a book for their families, teachers, and administrators. This book aims to empower you to actively defy racism, to create a community, large or small, that truly honors everyone. The next book is Stamped from the Beginning, The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America by Ibram X. Kendi. Stamped from the Beginning turns our ideas of the term racism upside down. Ibram Kendi writes as a thoughtful cultural historian, aware that he is challenging deeply held, often progressive, assumptions. Using a masterful voyage through the history of U.S. political rhetoric, beginning with Cotton Mather and ending with hip-hop, he argues that even the most fervent anti-racists have been infected with that resilient virus. With his learning, he dares us to find a cure. The last book I'm going to recommend is Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? and Other Conversations About Race by Beverly Daniel Tatum. Beverly Tatum, Ph.D., is a clinical psychologist with a research interest in black children's racial identity development. The premise of the book is that adults, both white and of color, often hesitate to speak to children about racism for fear they will create problems where perhaps none exist, afraid that they will make, quote, colorblind children unnecessarily color conscious. Through her research and educational background, she attempts to respond to these questions and others that create useful clarity in the daily discourse about race. So, that's a lot that I just recommended. Um, and it still really is just a jumping off point. And again, there's a list of all these books in the description of the show and also on our Instagram, sleepy underscore podcast. Look for the post I did uh, with a picture showing the words, read for change. And I want to say, it really will take a lot more than holding up in a room and educating yourselves as white people with media like this. It's not enough to just be really well-read about the society that we live in and how we got here. We are required to take action and to protest and to fundamentally look at how we can reconstruct That society itself. But knowledge like this will become your arsenal as you fight to do that. So, I hope that these recommendations help share this list with fellow white friends, ingest it, uh, think about it, talk about it, and act on it. Thank you all for listening. Sleepy proudly stands with the Black Lives Matter movement. And I will continue to use this platform to contribute however I can. Stay healthy. Stay safe.